following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, let's go! I was not here for Victory Monday, so happy Victory Tuesday, Nate. I got some stuff to talk to you about here oh, in a minute. Okay, okay. First, let's get to the weather. It's, uh, you're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside the Ford Center. At the Star of Frisco, it's 66 degrees. It feels like 66. It's hazy. The high today is 73. The low tonight is 66. And let's just get right into it because we have a special guest on the show today. Joining us today is special teams ace guru guy just the guy that does it all cj goodwin what's up cj yes, yes. hey what's going on Shannon? what's up what's up what's up not much man uh, I, I like that intro too man i appreciate it thank you absolutely <laughs> now that me and you are like bffs on the team so i have to give y'all set this up for y'all so cj you know he's been on the team what four years now cj four years four years and I've known who CJ was, but like I don't bother guys unless like unless I'm unless you know you need to bother him. unless I need to bother him. So I've kind of <laughs> CJ's kind of to himself, and he like does his own thing. So I asked Jordan Lewis if he wanted to do dad jokes, and we put the video out last week, which by the way, hilarious CJ, y'all did freaking awesome on it. So CJ, he was like, "Yeah, I want to do it with CJ," and I was like, "All right, we'll, we'll grab him and then we'll do it." So then me and CJ started talking, and and he was like. How come we ain't ever met before? And I was like, that's a great question. He goes, I've been on the team for four years. You ain't ever asked me to do nothing. And I was like, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, I'll start asking you to do stuff. So now every single time I get a chance, I put a cell phone in his face. I bug him. I follow him <laughs> around for what you wish for, right? Exactly. So now I'm I'm basically his shadow on game day. So he's my guy now. So welcome to the show, CJ. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. Finally, man. Thank you. <laughs> I need I need to apologize to CJ myself. Uh oh, for what? Yeah, well, CJ, I'm the editor of the game program, and apparently we've had his height, weight, wrong, all that in the roster for like months. Oh no! And you know, Rich finally told me, and uh, you know, I was, I was selling the man short. <laughs> <laughs> Had him at six foot or something like that. I don't know what it was, but I apologize, man. I think we got to change now, though. So. Special special teams get no love. That's all. <laughs> you guys don't love us, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. CJ, tell us what all you do on special teams. What positions? What uh, what uh, place? What's your responsibility? Run through that right quick. Like my name's Nate anyway. But yeah, hey. by, yeah. By the way, yeah. CJ, you know me, Shannon. Kurt Daniels is our editor of our Star Magazine that's on here, and, then and Nate, the fat man and is Nate Newton. The, the big man is Nate Newton that played with us forever and won three Super Bowls. Got got elected to six Pro Bowls as an offensive lineman, that's who's asking you these very intrusive questions right now. What that mean? Well, I'm honored to be talking to you, my man. All I right. appreciate you. So what's your question again? Now, the, um, what all I do on special teams? Oh. Everything. Walk us through it, my friend. Um, I'm the gunner. Uh, so, you know, punt, I'm the gunner. Um, my main responsibility right there. On, on the punt team is to get down there and just disrupt the, the timing of the of the play. Um, 
really is to make the tackle every time we punt the ball. It's the it's field position. We we value field position on this team because we have a good team. So you know every every yard. It's a game of inches. You know that more than anybody. Um, on kickoff, uh, I'm the either I'm in the middle. I'm either the five or the four. Again, it's to, to disrupt the timing of the play. Um, it's to, my first responsibility is to make the tackle. If I don't do that, um, I, I just mess the play up really. And on uh, punt return, I guard the gunner. So again, it's to disrupt the timing. So like I, like I said, every every inch matters in this game. So uh, if we can get the return going a little bit, uh, that's what we do. We need a, a, a little bit. We need to get that a little bit better as well. But um. And on kickoff return, I just I just block whoever uh, Coach Bones assigned me to block. Um, like I said, we value we very very much so value the um, the every every yard in this in this game. Like I said, because we have a good team. What's that like? As especially on the kickoffs, because it just looks like chaos to us. I mean, here you're, you know, you're you got guys, especially blocking that maybe got a few pounds on you. They're coming at you full speed. I mean, what's that like for you? Oh no, it is chaos. It definitely is chaos. <laughs> um, but it's it's. <laughs> but there's a rhyme and reason to everything. Um, we get play, we get placed in certain positions because we we have certain skill sets, and Coach Bones uh, does a great job of highlighting that for each of us, um, our skill sets, I should say. Um, and like I'm I'm a fast guy. Me and uh, a fat uh, boss man. Number 24. We we're fast guys on the team, so we're kind of always in the middle just to mess up the play, and everyone and. Pretty much everyone else is, is a bigger body, and um, they, they take on the, the bigger blocks. And usually, they make the tackles, but um, you know, I like to make them all. So, what did, what did <laughs> yeah, you call Joseph? A reason, but it is chaos. What did you call Joseph? Twenty four. What did you call him? Uh, we call him. We we call him Fat. We call him Boss Man Fat. That's his nickname <laughs> around. I actually forget his name. <laughs> I actually forgot his name was Calvin for a minute. <laughs> Thank you for that. Wow. I'll remember that. So it's it's it seems like on on game day, you guys either you or we'll call him Fat since you called him Fat. <laughs> um, it seems like you or him are always, especially on punt returns, always the first guys down there. And to me. Being at field level, it seems like the hardest part of that job is taking the right angle to the guy and not losing your footing because you're going so fast. You're trying. I'm assuming you you have like containment lanes. You're trying not to let him either get outside of you or inside of you, and you're really is the first guy down there just really trying to get there as fast as you can to make him choose a direction to go or or what's the what's the concept as the as the gunner getting down there. Well, the concept of the gunner is, is to always make the tackle. It's mm-hmm. always stopping wherever he catches the ball or making fair catch the ball. But um, if we don't do that, uh, our job is to take our shot and put him on one leg. And putting, by putting him on one leg, that that determines the direction he's going to go. Because if you're if you're up, if your right leg is up, you're not going to go right. Um, so if either me or him, if the ball's kicked either way, uh, we take our shot, and the other gunner is supposed to make the tackle. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work like that, but most of the time we we do a pretty good, pretty good job at that. Nice. Now you you came into the NFL, you know, the practice squad and all that in 2014, I believe. And it really, 2018 when you joined Dallas, that's when it all kind of came together and clicked. How, what happened? Was it just an opportunity? Did you grow and mature as a player? I mean, why why did coming to Dallas kind of raise your game? Uh, it was a combination of all that, actually. Um I was I, I played pretty well at, at my position in Atlanta, and but they didn't value uh, what I do as much as coming here. Um, I've I've gotten better over the years, and 
they, like I said, we really value the special teams aspects here, we, um, and especially because we have Coach Bones now, Coach Bones and Coach Hat. Um, they're two of the most regarded special teams coaches in the league. So uh, it all kind of came together for me here. Once they came in, uh, I want to give a special shout out to KO too. Uh, Keith O'Quinn, because he, he's the one that really got me here. He's the one that let me shine when I got here. So um, it's just a blessing to, just to have the opportunity to be here and, and, and be valued. You, you know, my friend, I, I did a little bit of kickoff return back in the day. Did you know, what? When we you had did? When we had the, you know, the, you know, we was that front wedge. Oh, the wedge, wedge yeah. yeah. But that's outlawed, and I'm glad. But anyway <laughs> – when 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 I look at when I look at special team players and I look at guys like such as yourself now, and you are always on film breaking down special teams, what is your other job besides being a special team? What is player? my other tell, job? Tell the player, tell the team, the world what you do besides, you know, knock folks out. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and for well, your I'll position, not, brother. Uh, on paper. Yeah, your position. <laughs> on, on paper, I'm, on paper, I'm. Yeah, 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 on paper, I'm a defensive back. I'm a DB. I played, I played uh, some DB uh, throughout my career. I started, I came in the league as a receiver. Got moved my second year to DB. I played uh, pretty well, actually. I played pretty well for a couple of years in Atlanta. I actually had a couple of PBUs in the in the Super Bowl when we played the uh, the New England uh, Patriots. But um, uh, that kind of, you know, I I kind of steered my direction a different way. Uh, Later on in my career, and I just just embraced the special team aspect, and uh, I've been, been trying to master that. What was that like for you, as, from a mental standpoint, to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the special teams ace. I'm gonna be this guy that you know does the dirty work. What was that like for you, knowing that that was gonna be your route to success? Um, it wasn't too much of a hard transition for me. I was just appreciative of the opportunity, man. I'm. Really, I'm not supposed to be here, man. I, if you know my story, you know that this is the miracle yeah. that I'm even in the NFL. So I just embraced it. I just embraced it, man. I love it. Now, now, you know what? You you put it out the the story. Can can you share it, or you want to just keep it a secret, or do you want to share it? Nah, <laughs> nah, I can share it, man. Okay, it's a quick, it's a... <laughs> okay, go through it, man. Take it your quick. time. So, um, nah, I played. Uh, I went to school for college basketball. I played at Division three. I'm from Mullen, West Virginia, so we don't really get a lot of opportunity coming from West Virginia. There's not a lot of athletes there. But I, I went to D3 school to play basketball, played a year, ended up hating it. Um, was a regular student there. Then I transferred to another school called Fairmont State University. Was a regular student for a year. Was playing intramural basketball with my with my buddy that's, uh was the best football player on the team. He was actually playing against the football coaches in intramural basketball. He threw me an oop. I dunked on the football coach. They both kind of made me play. My my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, and the football coach made me play. <laughs> um, I played receiver there. <laughs> played receiver there. Got a, uh, you know, ended up being one of the better receivers in the conference. Um, was a uh, what is that like a preseason all American for the next year? Coach got fired um, because some some other stuff. And so I went to I followed him to. Cal PA I graduated, followed him at Cal PA and um, didn't play that much there. They already had their four seniors that were there from freshman year to senior year was behind them. I think I ended up with like 11 catches for hiding in 40 something yards. I had that in one game the year before that. So that, that season I only had 11 catches for hiding in something yards. Um, I worked for Mel Blunt, the Hall of Famer corner for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I worked for him for seven years. 
Um, and he told me that if I had a good season at Cal, he'll put a good word in for me at uh, with the Steelers. But before that, I had a good pro day. I ran pretty well. I had some scouts calling me and whatnot, but nobody really took a took a real interest in me bringing me in. So he made the call. I got a workout with the Steelers. Um, did pretty well. They didn't sign me that day. They called me back the next week, signed me. I uh, was on the practice squad for a year. Uh, signed back. Did workouts with the off-season workouts, you know, OTAs, the training camp. They released me. Atlanta picked me up and, I mean, played DB there for two years. Uh, I got released, I think, week 14. Had a bad game against the Vikings. I'll never forget that. But <laughs> And uh, Coach DQ. Coach DQ released me. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still sad about that. <laughs> he released me. <laughs> and um, bounced around. Bounced around some that off season. I think I was on maybe five different teams that off season. Uh, landed on the Bengals practice squad. Um, and I think week six, five or six, Dallas picked me up, man. And one of the biggest blessings in my life. Been here ever since wow. 2018. Now, cool. now, when you say you were working for Mel Blunt, I mean, you were working, right? I mean, you were on the farm. I mean, it was. It he was a cow like, hand. Yeah, that's he right. was a cow hand. Slopping this and that. I mean, what was that kind of like? Did you, at one time, were you like, man, am I ever going to get out of this place? Oh, no, I knew I was going to get out. I knew it was just a college thing. It was a, I, had a, I had a child when I was 21, so I was just working just to support her. Um, so uh, I worked for him from 17 to. When I get in the league, 24. So, yeah, seven years, 24. Um, I worked on the farm for two years, just, you know, shoveling cow manure, horse manure, I should say, <laughs> cleaning up the stall, and uh, <laughs> cutting grass. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the next five years, I worked as a counselor, youth counselor on the hill. He had a youth home. He had a youth oh, home nice. um, where it was at risk uh, boys. Yeah, so I was a counselor up there, and that's really what helped me start my foundation. Um, you know, just being there helped me, helped me recognize my passion. Um, I'm grateful for that. Grateful for him. Talk about your what is what is your foundation and and talk a little bit about what that is. Oh, let me put my shirt up. Yeah, the Pega Foundation. Uh-huh. You see it. <laughs> um, it's a <laughs> it's a mentor mentorship program, basically uh, based in uh, Willing, West Virginia, my hometown. It's just to get the 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 kids that aren't exposed to anything. Like I said, being from Willing, West Virginia, you're not exposed to too much other than the community that you're in. We just expose them. We try to expose them to different things. We're actually putting um, two kids we're paying the scholarship to go to the same high school I went to. The Lindsay School is a private school in uh, Willing, West Virginia. And I'm grateful I went to, went to that school because I got to experience other things other than my community. Um, I got to experience both sides of the track. I just experience, you know, um, going to school with, with rich kids and going back home to, you know, everybody kind of struggling to, to pay the bills. Um, so we're, we're trying to ex- expose, just expose kids to, to different things, different walks of life. That's awesome, man. You make it back up there very often? Yes, yes. I, I usually spend the off season there. I, I, I going to spend the off season here this year just so I can take you out to, for a drink, Shannon. Yes, yes. Oh, you don't want to do that, man. He's, buy, he's buying. We have a deal. Fortunate <laughs> for you, he just drank beer because he's drank that other stuff. You have to told him. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. Well, I tell you what, man. You're 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 on the show courtesy of Wingstop today, and we have this. Uh, before we let you go, we have our Wingstop flavor feature where 
Everyone knows Wingstop delivers the flavor for Cowboys Nation, and now it's time to learn about Cowboys players who live and play with that same flavor. With you, CJ, we want to get the inside scoop with a couple of questions. So we're going to have a couple of fun questions here. I'm going to put you on the spot. You ready? Yes, sir. These are very punny questions, punny intended. So (laughs) which player has the most style flavor when it comes to the way they dress? It's a great question. I got I'll give it to JK, Jerron Curse, Jaron Curse. I know Trey, I know Trey gonna be mad at me, but I'll give it to Jaron Curse. <laughs> All right. So and by the way, so we had Jaron on the show earlier this year, and Nate has nicknamed him Don't do it. Straight Jacket. Because he is the most <laughs> calm, mild mannered person on the team when he's not on the field. And then I've told these guys stories about how he's a wild man once he puts that uniform on. Like, talk a little bit about like his demeanor <laughs> in and out of uniform. Oh, it's night and day, man. It's night and day because he's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy, but on the field, he's a devil. My mom said, Yeah, I, I love the guy, man. I love his energy. Yeah, me too. My mom sent me a text message during the Washington game, and she was like, You know, the, you know, she said, Curse, he's the nicest guy. And I said, Mom, he's an animal. And she, and she was like, Well, every time somebody gets hurt, he walks over and he taps him on the helmet, and he it looks like he's, you know, really nice. And I'm like, Yeah, but you didn't see him screaming at the, like, Bouncing his head and talking to himself, <laughs> staring down the Washington football team. You didn't see him scream at the high school football team that was going to walk out and, and take the flag out on the field and tell them that he was going to have receipts after the game. And I said, you don't see that part. But, no, he, he is a great guy. I love that guy. He's amazing. So um, That's him. That's w- him. When it comes to Wingstop Classic Wings, are you a drums or a flats guy? Flats. Flats cool. for sure. Yes, sir. All right. See, they give me they give me mess on this show because I like I like boneless wings because with the beard they're they're not as messy. But they tell me I'm not a real man because I won't eat the, the bone in wings. I will eat them, just not when we're on that's the show. A chi- that's a chicken breast. That's a chicken breast. That's not a Thank wing. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have you tried the uh, Have you tried the thighs yet? No, I haven't. I haven't heard about them. No, I'm, I got to. I got to test them out. Yeah, I haven't either. And then our last question: Who on the team do you think could throw down the most wing stop in a wing eating contest? Ooh, I'll give it to Zach Martin for sure. <laughs> Zach can put it away. <laughs> Zach Martin. No, he he's not. He, 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 he's solid. He's a solid guy, man. He seems like he eat a lot, man. You ever like? You ever like hit him? He, oh yeah, I never, I never felt something so so solid in my life. Man. Dude, he, he's 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 country strong. He's got that country strength to him. So. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. more one more question before we let you go. So you're you're we all you know we all know your special teams ace. Do you practice with the DBs or do you just strictly are you just special teams only? No, no, I practice with the DBs. Yeah, we do uh, individuals together. Uh, I do individuals with them. I actually help. <laughs> well, Coach Coach uh, Al calls me Coach because I kind of help, like, do the drills for him. And then, uh, like, I'll, I'll do, like, scout team, DB, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I practice with the DB. Hey, man, you're not going to try me like this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'll try to get you. Wow. I'll try to get you. So, <laughs> Hey, man, we, we, uh, we'll let you go. We appreciate you taking uh, time out on your day off and joining the show. You, you are welcome back here anytime you want to come on the show. You just let Definitely. us know. 
I definitely will. I appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you. It's been a long Thank time, you, but I appreciate bro. it. Man. Thank <laughs> you, sir. It took long enough, but hey, we got you here and we're not letting you go. So we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll have more. Nate, I got a bone to pick with you. Speaking of wing stop, bone to pick. I with got a you. bone to speak with all these people that don't know football either. All right. Hey, yeah. thanks, CJ. We will be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back. Hanging with the boys. What a great interview. CJ's such a he great, great. He's a great guy, man. I wish nothing but success for that guy. Glad I finally met him. Four years after he got here. <laughs> Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza. Powered by Reliance. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer. Every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December the 18th. Admission and parking are free. For more info, visit thestardistrict.com. That's Celebrate Christmas at the Star. This is the last weekend. So, oh. go check it out. Interesting. All right. Last weekend. Huh? I wasn't here yesterday, Nate. Uh oh. I didn't get what I needed. I got it the first half. Did you? I'm still concerned. All defense. We're good. Got it. Solid. Yeah. Good. You had those guys in the mix, flying all over the place. Looks like a top five, possibly maybe the best defense in the league. The way they played this I week. Good. But the offense, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I, I still haven't seen a complete game from the offensive side of the ball. They did enough, obviously. Yeah. It's what, strange. What, what did y'all talk about yesterday? 
the defense. <laughs> How do you feel about the offense, Nate? You know, I, I feel pretty good about the offense because, you know, and th- this this bothered me. I, I'm listening to people, you know, talking about our offense. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the quarterback, obviously, and they're talking about the offensive line. So, you know, I felt that we ran good enough, you know, to maintain the offense. You know, something yards. Yeah, for 35 carries. And then Kurt did me a huge favor. He came in and got the stat sheet, and I said, tell me every negative run play they had. How many did they have, Kurt? I counted one. Uh, for zero yards. Yeah, one for none, zero. None, so no, no rushes. Ne- no negatives. negatives. When you are playing against a stout defense, especially when you're playing against two Pro Bowl, all pro type defensive tackles, and Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, and you come out of a game with 35 carries for 122 yards, you did a hell of a job. Whether it be C.D. Lamb, quarterback, Zeke, R. R. Clements, you. And then you tell me that they didn't block, pass block good enough. I'll go back and look at the film because they pop, they blocked good enough to win the game. Hmm. They, 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 your offensive line was not your issue. Now, do we need to stop playing uh, linemen by committee? Yes, we do. Do we need to find us some signature runs and signature plays that we can hang our hat on like we did, you know, where we can block down on the tackle or we can block down on the end, get around the outside so we can take advantage of Pollock when he come back or even Clements when, to see can he do this and why we let Zeke pound the middle. If When, we, when I played, and ain't nothing changed in the run game, what you don't want to do to your offensive coordinator or your quarterback is have a negative play. Yeah. Quarterbacks feel they can overcome a second and ten or a second was, and nine, and but they don't feel they can overcome a sec- that one yard, second and level. Oh, we ran. Oh, yeah. we don't have no plays for that. Hadn't it been part of the problem, though, here lately is that in the beginning of the year they were getting, you know, they were setting themselves up where they had third and short, and now it seems like it's they're dealing more with third and long. Is that uh, – Third, they, they're dealing with third and four and five. Fellas, if you are an offensive coordinator and you can't, and I'm coming a quarterback, when I'm dealing, I'm not going to go just attack Keller. I'm talking about our quarterback, too. Mm-hmm. When you are third and four, third and five, you with the receiver, we either got to say our receivers are average. Which we don't think so. So if you, Amari, an all-pro, if he was on any other team, he would be getting 8, 9, 10, 13 targets a game. If he was on any other team. You got one of the best slot receivers in C.D. Lamb in the league. You got one of the most big, explosive, big play players in Michael Gallup on the outside. You mean to tell me between your quarterback – and your offensive coordinator and your quarterback coach, Mr. Nussmeyer, you cannot overcome a series of three and five? Come on, my friend. It, I ain't having it. The offensive line blocked good enough for yeah. us to win this game. Now, Dak, calm yourself. If you're feeling good, let it show through your play. Yeah. Calm yourself. If you, I'm sitting there looking at the film, and I'm listening to everybody. 
the, the only problem we have is once Dak settled down, we have enough experience in our locker room. I, McCarthy is an offensive-minded coach. Doug Nussmeyer is an offensive-minded coach. Coach Fieldman, quit playing the rotation of the running of the offensive line. That don't work. If you want Williams, put him in there. If you want Steele, put him in there because we were having success. And we were building off of that. Now all of a sudden we switching up guys like this Amerigo round. And now you got people believing there's something wrong with our offensive line. Our offensive line is okay, except that we lost. Yeah. Once we get to rolling, we lost the dog. We lost our left tackle. Mm-hmm. But we, 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 we should be okay. We, we have a team. If, if, if we can't figure this out as offense, yeah. and I'm, now I am talking about the offensive coaches. If Coach Nussmeyer can't figure out what's in his quarterback head, if Coach uh, Kellum can't figure out how to get a signature running play, a signature pass play to get your guys back in the groove, yeah, you do have a problem. That means your, your, mean your head coach, who's an offensive-minded coach, need to walk in there, sit down, and say, this is what we need to do. It's too much experience. Yeah. Well, how do you, like, Jerry on the flagship said that it's fair to say that Dak is in a slump. Now, McCarthy said in his press conference yesterday he wasn't in a slump, but clearly something is off. I mean, if it's a, if it's a mental thing, we don't think he's injured, how do you fix it? How can a coach fix that? Well, quicker passes, quicker situations. Uh, don't, don't change plays. The coach... Got to give you something coming from the sideline, and you got to know how to you know you got to know how to throw the ball from it, or you got to know how to run the ball from it. When we played, we had a check with me system too. We rarely used that. North Turner would say, "This is the play. Something will break open." We had blitz checks off of that play, and we had two or three defenses that we knew they could come at, and we would we would we would block these up and know how to block them, and we would rally to everything else. Let your quarterback. Have a sense of, hey, man, this is the play. Boom, boom, boom. This so you're is what, saying, yeah. You, because you'll go to the line with two plays in mind. You're right. Saying, or even a third one. Give him one. Just one. Get just him back get, on track. Yeah, get him back on track. Don't, hmm. you know, don't give him too much to think about. If it's not there, get rid of the ball. People laughed at me yesterday, but y'all better understand one thing. If I had the, mo- the most perfect Dak for me, when I the most perfect Dak ever for me was rookie Dak. Hmm, really, R- rookie Dak was not gonna throw something that he, you know, he had all he had the college mentality. If it ain't open, I ain't throwing it. Mm-hmm. If I think it's gonna be an interception, I ain't throwing it. Rookie Dak played like that, but now we got the Dak. Like, I gotta make something happen. Yeah. No, you don't. You got better receivers. You still got a good offensive line, and your running backs ain't as bad as everybody wanted to be. Right. Just do it. Just do it. Every quarterback goes through this. I remember it's a, it's a guy sitting right in KC that don't won a Super Bowl and lost one. And I think for like seven games, he was in a funk. Yeah, well, he just couldn't do yeah, it right. He still hasn't returned to what people expect. Thank, yeah. thank you, but he's getting better. He's getting better. He's oh, boom, okay, boom, boom. But about, thank you. By time by time they start the playoffs, he'll be back to that guy. Yeah. What Dak needs to do is settle down. Okay, let me get the ball out of my hands. Uh, don't let me uh, don't let me put my offense in a bad way. You are the fixer. Now I, I'm not one of these people that run out there. Hey man, the quarterback for us get all band aids. No, 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 no. 
I've always said whenever Dak has had the tools, he's been great. I ain't never thought he could do it with subpar guys. But he has the tools. Now the coordinator has to get with him with the quarterback coach and put up a scheme that's simple and to get him back going. That's all you got to do. It's it's easy to say, but with people like this C.J. Goodwin flying at you 100 miles an hour, it ain't nice. <laughs> what about you, Kurt? You worried? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's kind of funny. I mean, going into training camp, we're like, man, we're going to ride this offense. Just hope the defense flipped. Flipped. Yeah. It's flipped. And so it, it's really strange. You know, it, it makes you wonder, like, you know, Parcells' famous quote, you know, by Thanksgiving you are what you are, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I'm a little worried that, they, you know, it's just what we are. We, we keep saying we want to see a complete game. We want to see a complete game. Well, should we have by now? I mean, is that – We've had one. The Atlanta We've had game, one maybe? and a half. You know, yeah. uh, we had one and a half, what we call six, seven, eight game. Which when I say eight, now you're, the, 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 the thing is, th- this is what I keep looking at. And, you know, I called a few people because I'm like, is I'm off here? Let me go back and look at the film. Okay. Osa, Basham, uh, Bohannon. Hamilton, uh, other it was another Hill, one or two. Uh, Hill. Armstrong, Hill. We had never heard of these guys, but for eight games they were our starters. What what happened? The only difference is the defensive coordinator, along with his assistants, they sat up in every meeting and say, "What can this guy do? What can this guy do? Let's put this together and put a package." And they held on. All our offensive – we got enough offensive experience to say, okay, they meet as a group, offensive line coach, quarterback coach, uh, 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 offensive coordinator, then you take it to the head coach. All right, it comes from the other way. Offensive – the head coach down to the offensive coordinator, then you take it to your two assistants. And you say, this is what we need to do to be successful. You have to start getting tuned up for the playoffs. You're nine and four. You have to start getting tuned up for the playoffs. Yeah. And we took a bad step backwards with our offense. We took a bad step backwards. Is it, it, you know, we talk about any win's a good win. We've had an, you know, we'll take an ugly win. Well, we've kind of had two ugly wins now. Yes, sir. Now, does that start to become a concern? The thing, you got to start going forward. It, don't. Don't make an issue. The issue ain't right now we ain't running the ball well. It comes a point where in the playoffs, and if, if we're going to talk playoffs, and I wish my man Jesse were here, here because if you're going to talk playoffs, it ain't about how good you run the ball or how, how, how well you throw the ball. It's about doing what the defense really gives you and take advantage of it. What if, what if, what, what if we do have to go to Tampa Bay? Think, okay, we ain't, we already done said from the first game we ain't gonna run the ball. So what you gonna do? Just sit there on your hands and say, okay, well, what we gonna do this game? <laughs> you gonna throw the daylights out of that thing and try to win the game? I'm right. Yeah. So now it's time to get ready to do your thing. That's what that's all it's about now. That's why I didn't panic because I'm like, if we have to throw it 50 times, so be it. If New England can sit up there and run the ball 85,000 times. With an average offensive line, they don't have nobody great smoking over there. With a, they ran about 50-something times. <laughs> Come on now. 
Nate's fired up. He's frustrated. He let's, you know, frustrated let, with let's this let him scene. get his headphones back together since he ripped the cord out of him. He's so excited. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I tell you what, I'm going to get straight jacket and get all this here clean. We'll, we'll take our next break, <laughs> yeah. and when we come back, we'll see if Nate's still fired up. I, well, I, need, I need Jesse, oh, man. On the I people need show, hanging with the boys. I need Brace Jesse. yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. This holiday season, visit the star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th. For more information and to book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa. It will not be Nate Newton this year. Sorry to... Yeah, I lost my stomach, man. If I had kept my stomach, I'd have been Sorry to disappoint everyone. Get a shot of Santa with your son? Not yet. No? It's happening, but just... Not yet. Why were you going to take a kid some, that'll snatch the beard off Santa? Well, it we better have, be a real beard. We have some great photos of my children just terror, just in terror. Seeing that Santa, Santa just thing scares with, them to death. That Santa thing goes one way or the other, <laughs> yeah, doesn't exactly. it? They either can't, can't stand him or what, they. What was the big dinosaur? The big dinosaur. Bar- Barney? Barney? Yeah. Okay. My kid was four or five years old, right? And all he did was just stay in front of the TV. Barney this, Barney that, Barney this, Barney that. So I rented a big Barney suit for one of my friends to put on. And I'm like, okay, we just going to let uh, Trey run out there, and Barney just going to come around the corner. Hey! <laughs> Boy, Barney came around. My son almost knocked himself out on the bump of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him in the TV. Huh? Yeah, I said, keep Barney in the TV. I told my father to take that off, man, before he associates you with Barney, okay? Wow. All right, let's, uh, we got about five minutes left of the show. Let's, Chris, you got somebody on the phone? I do. Hold on a second. Oh, 
You taking up eight thirty seconds? Mm. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. I had him on the phone and then he hung up because he's been on the phone for like thirty minutes. Oh, but, uh, wow. I've got um, uh, Tuan and he's in uh, Maryland. Tuan, what's up? What's going on, man? Hey, I seen you at the game. I told you I was gonna call you on Tuesday. Oh, you did. You did. What's and up, I, man? And I took that good picture. Y'all took that good picture on your Twitter. Yeah, who, it was you. Who, who, was right. the, who was this, my friend? This Who is, is this? Twan, man. I seen Shannon at the game. Yeah, uh-huh. Twan, where you from? I'm from Maryland. Okay, you talk like you from Louisiana, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, man, good but, uh, seeing you. My uh, my thing is right now, I'm 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 still a little concerned, but I'm not as concerned because I, I the way our defense been playing, they've been they've been making average quarterbacks look bad, and they've been making good quarterbacks look average. Corbett offense has been together for too long, about three years now, for them not to get it together. If they can't get it together before the playoffs, then Kelly Walker go ahead and Boise State over there. We can find somebody else. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh, I knew that was coming. Wow. Thanks for the call, Twan. Thanks for the call, Twan. Yeah, you Twan. would think. I mean, this is a pretty <clears> – at least two years now. I mean, it's pretty much the same group. You know, you would think it would be uh, – You you have to have – you know, and, and I will pose this question to both of you gentlemen – because I, I talked to Broadus. I said, Broadus, what, what? He said, Nate, they're missing a signature play or two. And early in the year, you know, we would block down on guys and pull around or block down and, you know, get outside and make some plays like that. And we would mix it up with Zeke when he was healthy. We don't have the signature play anymore. What, what like is, you guys were yeah. in the lead draw. Yeah, lead. Oh, man. That, and that's the first thing I said was like, when, we, when, it, when you start jamming us up, we just take Jay and split him out just a touch, put Moose in the backfield, put Emmett behind him, and then all of a sudden, me and Step on the nose guard going up to the Mike Backer. The right, the right and left, the right and tackling the right guard, they turning and going up to those two guys. And whatever you did, you was going to be wrong because Emmett <laughs> was going to pick the hole, and the next thing you know, you're going to find yourself on your back because mm. Moose was leading right up. Yeah. Either on the middle linebacker, depending on how quick he came, or the backside backer. He w- we was punishing folks. What is the signature play? Give your offensive line something to hang their hats on. Give your wide receivers. And co- is is the slant our signature ke- uh, pass play? Is it Amari hitting the seam and having an option to go inside out? What is our signature plays to get our guys back? And we don't care. You you got to have eight or nine plays where you don't care if the defense knows. See, everybody think this is a land of deception. This ain't a land of deception. Route trees have not changed. You may have have different formations, but route trees have not changed. So you got to have confidence and give your quarterback some because if if our friend Dak can ever get back, have where he got a, a series or two where he's on fire. Yeah, we're gonna be rolling, but and it ain't gonna matter how good how good the offensive line is, as long as they're not terrible. Yeah, but do we have the the talent, the players? To, I mean, you guys, we line have up, the talent, they just, but they're not showing it. I guess we, I mean, ha- you, we we have the talent. We just got to make sure the plays are executed. We okay. you guys could line up against oh, okay, anybody okay, and do what okay, you wanted. Okay, and these guys. Oh, oh, okay, let's stop. Tyron Smith went healthy. He he was the number one pick. Left. Left tackle, right? Right. Mark Tuane, free agent. Left guard. Connor Williams was his number two pick. The other kid was a number three or four pick. The other Connor, right? Third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Nate Newton, free agent. Yeah. Center, Mark Stepnoski, third round pick. Our center is what? A, uh, a, fi- fifth, a, fl- or six, a fifth like or six like round pick. 
right guard, and I ain't going with before. I'm talking about before Larry Allen. Right guard, Kevin Gogan, six-round pick. Right guard, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right tackle was not drafted because he had some issues in Lyle Collins. Would have been some, but he would have been a first-round or second-round pick. Our right tackle was who <clears throat> at the time? Big E, a third or fourth-round pick out of a Division three school. Don't tell me about <laughs> what you can't be or what you can be. Now, you may say, okay, well, the, the talent was evaluated or mis-evaluated or the talent was worked uh, in, in accordance to how we – it's about your coaches picking five guys up front, knowing their weaknesses and knowing their strengths and putting a game plan that is comparable to your quarterback – that fits into your run game, that fits into your passing game. It all has to look the same at some point. But now if you're running, if you're running a merry-go-round, if you're at a carnival and you're running a little merry-go-round, come see the fat man. Come see that, <laughs> the man ride the mule. You ain't going to have no problems. You're going to so, have problems. What do, what do you think about Time's that? up, Kurt. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, man. Now, ain't no all time all up, man. Hey, who no, are we coming on next? I got to go. I got a meeting to but get to. But come on, I'll talk to you, Kurt. What? Anyway, man, you can't have I'll that foolish just going, man. I'm telling you, man. You you have to stay right, on course, man. You have to. This team has to get up a, a package together and build on the package, Shannon. Then he has to build on the package. Let's build on this past week, this past running game. Let's build on the on, on the passing game. Don't 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 try to be so smart where you, you know we're gonna change schemes every week or we're gonna have ten different plays every week. You can't do that now. You have to be good at something. What was your question, Kurt? Real quick. Uh, I was just going to ask about the offensive line shuffle. We'll get into it tomorrow. All right. All right bye. This, this ain't the Bears, 85 Bears, where you're doing the shuffle, man. You, we don't need this foolish. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow for more offensive line talk, thrilling right. offensive line talk. <laughs> Kurt, good seeing you, Nate. CJ, man. CJ, thank you, man. Thank you. Wingstop. Thank don't you. mess with no thighs. I hit them thighs, man. Go on and get them flats, man. Get them flats. Yeah. Chris, thanks for keeping know, us on the air. I found a young William, female. That's thanks special for, help thanks for getting the live streams up, keeping them going. Jesse, we'll where are you? Tomorrow. Jesse. But that's all right. We got this pretty uh, yellow skin, light skin girl named, what her name? Brandy, she's, she's Brandy coming no, back, man. Brandy, no, it's a rotation. It, I, I am not, we gotta go next I'm week. I'm not speaking to tomorrow. the next person. Hang Brandy, on the boys. come down, Brandy. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,